podcast focused on lessons learned via the musician's backstory, as well as building successful careers in the business. My name is Allison M., and I'll be interviewing artists and industry experts and offering insights based on events Wisconsin Music Ventures has produced. Let's get down to business. On today's episode, I'd like to discuss promotion. Who is responsible for it, the musician or the venue? This is a question that has been gripping the entertainment world for as long as I've been around it. And I've had this discussion with musicians, with venue owners, since um, since I've been doing this job with Wisconsin Music Ventures and uh, a couple years prior. And uh, actually, before I started Wisconsin Music Ventures, I had... Uh, I had tried to start a um, sort of a networking group for musicians called Music Biz and Banter. And that was going for a little while, but um, it, you know, it didn't really take off like I wanted it to. wasn't really getting the traction that I wanted to, and I sort of ended up more or less dissolving it. Um, and uh, and you know, I'm kind of working some of those principles into Wisconsin Music Ventures now in some ways, Um, and there are other places that do similar things to what I was trying to accomplish already. But um, long story short, in doing those networking groups, um, I would sometimes meet with people, uh, musicians at venues, at particular venues, get tours of the venues, um, talk with the owners, proprietors about what they do, how they think, um, what they expected of musicians. And I remember a couple of these conversations. I, I remember one in particular, um, this conversation about who, so what do you expect as a musicians? And I remember this, this particular bar owner, uh, who has a very popular venue in the area, uh, who said, you know what? I, my, my venue is just a, a place for the musicians to, to come and run. They, they run the show. Um, we'll maybe put a Facebook event together, but, the space is theirs. They know that. Um, it's their job to run the sound. It's their job to man the door. It's their job to determine what the cover charge is. It's, it's their space, and they can do with it what they want, but it's also theirs to take care of. It's theirs to promote. Um, it's, you know, I tell them that. I, you know, I throw together a Facebook event because I, you know, because I can, because I have a Facebook page. But besides that, uh, it's their show. It's theirs to run. And I thought that was really interesting because um, I never knew that as uh, as a fan, as a as someone who followed some of their shows. I'd been to a number of shows at this venue, and um, I would have thought that they were more responsible for their shows. And in fact, I'd been to a number of shows there that had been, um, like, the the sound levels were just way too high, uh, like, ridiculously high and off, and just, you know, there's just no way to really enjoy it, um, and I remember being really turned off by that and thinking, man, I just, I don't enjoy going to shows there, and, to, you know, come to find out that uh, that was not the, the venue's responsibility, that that was the musician's responsibility, you know, that kind of, I mean, I would 
I would, if I was that owner, I would like to be responsible for the sound so that people don't get the wrong idea, uh, don't get turned off from the venue, thinking that that's how they run sound. But that was just me. <laughs> uh, so I've had this discussion with a lot of different people. I actually threw it out there on our social media platforms. I'd like to read you what some of the answers are to the question. So this is what I said. I said, um, who's responsible for gig promotion, the venue or the musician? Discuss. So the comments we received, Brent said, it's in both parties' best interests to work toward that goal. However, I've never had a venue hustle for an act and rather rely on the act and there, both the venue and the act, build in audience to generate revenue. Okay, interesting. Uh, I think built in. Um, Jared said both, but the expectations are rarely communicated. That is a very solid point. Um, communication. Does that really ever happen? Um, is the is the band asking like say so? Um, hey, you know, bar owner, <laughs> for lack of a better term, what are you doing to help us um, promote? Uh, are they saying like this is just your show? Uh, this is this is totally your thing. Um, have at it. Um, I'll do a Facebook page invite only, but the rest is up to you. Are they making that clear? Um, is the band making it clear what they are doing or not doing? Uh, that's really important to communicate. Contracts will alleviate a lot of these issues. Get the contracts going, people. Uh, Rick answered this question about who's in charge, who's responsible for their promotion, the musician or the venue. He said both. The whole gig is a team effort. The band is meant to bring in revenue for the bar owner, uh, the bar or venue. The better both promote, the better both do. A booking is a business agreement. It's bigger than just a band showing up to play songs. Great response, Rick. Uh, from Ben, he said, if everyone knows what the hell they're doing, it's both. <laughs> I wonder where that came from. Uh, no judgment there. <laughs> um, and then one more from Johnny. Um, he said, who is responsible for paying an employee, the employer or the customer? It seems like it should always be the employer, but then look at how restaurants pay the servers. Venues should be responsible for promotion, but just because they should doesn't always give them enough slash any motivation to do so. The power comes from supply and demand. If a venue needs the musical act more than the musical act needs the gig, the musical act gets to negotiate these things. The ideal scenario for a one where uh, the balance of power is more balanced the venue and the performers mutually benefiting each uh, equally from one another. A shitty local band that only draws three people isn't in a position to expect anything from anyone. This is true. All very good points, Johnny, if that's your real name. I'll assume so. <laughs> All really good points. It's a balance of power kind of thing. Who needs who more? And I would argue that in most mu most music, uh, with the exception of, say, Summerfest or something, uh, you know, the headliners at Summerfest, um, the venues need the musicians just as much the musicians as the musicians need the venues. Both need each other. Um, there might be a musician that you really don't want to deal with, um, so you don't put the effort into that particular mu musician. However, 
word starts spreading that you didn't really put the effort in with that musician, you're going to get a bad rap about that. That will transfer over. Uh, word will spread to other musician friends of that band. Um, and, uh, and you're not going to like what happens. And the same goes to um, musicians with the venue owners. Do the best you can, the most you can, every single time to get your name out there, no matter what the gig is, no matter where it is. If you are giving a solid effort, tagging that venue in every single thing, venues tagging the musician in every single thing you get out there, um, showing your earnest, most damnedest effort, you are going to have happy relationships going forward. And even better beyond that, um, if the communication is in, in writing, in very clear form, as Jared mentioned, um, it will be even more obvious and, and more clear and more, more of a better relationship. I know sometimes we don't like to cross that bridge and put things in writing because that makes it seem as though, oh, well, why do we need it in writing? I've never needed it in writing before. And, and you know, sets up those defense mechanisms. But then everyone knows who's agreeing to what. The terms have been set. Um, and and that's, just, that's just good business practice. So, you know, consider that as well. If you've, if you've experienced some venues that you like to play at, but the relationship just hasn't worked out. Um, but yeah, everyone, everyone needs to do their best. And if you are slacking... If you, are, if you are noticing that certain bands aren't coming back to your place, think about what you could do differently. If you are noting, noticing that you are not being invited back to certain places, if you had poor turnout at certain places, don't think about what the venue did. Think about what you as a musician could do better. I would never once think, you know, I, it's, it's very difficult to do this, but um, I... I have to think every time a relationship that I'm in, you know, in business, with friends, with anything, I like to think and I try to think about what if that goes south, what went wrong, what did I do wrong, what could I have done better before I go and taking take it out on the other person. What could I have done better? What didn't I give them a chance at? Did I do everything? Did I really go the extra mile to bring my friends and family to that show? Did I set up a Facebook group um, to really promote my message? Is that wherever your audience might be, like my Instagram? Where you know, did I did I really do? Did I really um, get some Instagram live coverage happening? Did I? Um, I mean, if you do e-news, which I highly recommend for every musician to be doing, that is a really great way to build up an audience and a long-term audience that can you, you can really create your story with and create your own narrative with, no matter what the social media technology may be that changes from time to time. I mean, you know, we have Facebook, TikTok, I mean, Twitch, Instagram, whatever. That is changing in, in, in popularity every several years. Emails stay the same, generally speaking. So, um, develop your face. Your I'm sorry, your email list and and get the word out about where you're going to be that week. There are some musicians who are doing that really, really well. 
um, Carmen Nickerson in this area, in, in the Milwaukee area. I love getting her email newsletter. She's really great at doing that, and her following shows that. They are very loyal to her, and, and we just enjoy working with her because, I mean, we know there's going to be a crowd. We know that, I mean, no matter where we are, we, granted, Wisconsin Music Ventures is a pop-up style uh, sort of concert series, um, but no matter where we have been, if we have used her, she has had an audience there. And it's in great part due to her email list. So definitely get on that if you haven't already. Um, Facebook groups, Facebook messages, Instagram messages. It's so difficult to just let that pass by. Um, I should do a second episode completely on an email list. Um, I am big into that. I could talk, I could go on and on for hours about that. But I will digress. Um, Do everything you can in your power that you know how to get people to that gig. It's exhausting. It's a lot of work. But I've heard this said before by Ari Herstand, who uh, has written the book How to Succeed in the New Music Business. Um, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic read. It's a very current read. Um, You need to be spending 50% of your time on your music as well as your business. Promoting your music, promoting your upcoming gigs is just as important as promoting, as working on your music. It's equally as important. Um, So, you know, you need to spend that time. Spend that time. Notice the the trends and what other people are doing. Notice what's getting their crowds to shows. Be curious about how they're doing it. Ask people, ask other artists, how did you get so many people to that show? And a, a lot of times you're gonna find out it took some grunt work. It often does. Um, often it's taken a lot of time to develop that following, but you're gonna find out. So do the research, do the work, go the extra mile on everyone's part, everyone. So the answer to who is responsible for promoting the event, the venue, or the musician, assuming you don't have a promoter hired, uh, the answer is both. Yes, absolutely, as much as possible. Make clear what your standards are with that relationship to each other. Today's featured patron is one of those people who offered their thoughts on this, Jared with BookLive. BookLive.com, impress your guests with great live entertainment. Book an, entertainment, book an entertainer in under 10 minutes at a price that works for you. Go check them out. They're a wonderful patron, longtime patron of Wisconsin Music Ventures. Thanks so much for your support. Have a good one. The Musicians Venture Podcast is hosted by Allison M., recorded at Podcast Town in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, Produced by Shannon Coulard with theme music written and performed by Mike Neumeyer. Thanks again.